Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. We are South Asian Voices for South Asian Voters. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. If you are listening today, early voting has already begun for local elections and the constitutional amendment elections. Um, there's a lot at stake right now. There's your schools, your city leadership, questions on taxes related to the constitutional amendments that are on the ballot. These local elections sometimes just don't get the turnout. Um, people don't realize they're happening. It's summertime and we're all distracted, but um, go ahead and study your ballot and get out these most uh, things that are happening in your community are happening at a local level, and it's really important to, to vote in every election. Follow uh, Wise of Texas on social media, and we'll keep you uh, informed and also remind you pretty relentlessly to get out and vote. Um, today, we have a guest with us who um, is also going to be on the ballot in May, but in a different election. These are the primary runoffs. You all remember we've been talking a lot about this midterm election. And to determine who's on our ballot for the midterm, we have the primary. Uh, there's been a number of folks going to the runoff. The runoff date is May 24. And so you need to mark your calendar now, make your plan to go vote. Um, there's a lot of very important races in the runoff, including some statewide offices and congressional races, which today we're here to talk to Derek Gay, who is running in one of those elections. So Derek, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for so much for having me on. Absolutely. So can you just tell us a, a little bit about who you are and then um, tell us about what, what you're running for? Absolutely. So I'm Derek Gay running as the Democratic candidate for Texas 24. And as you stated in the runoff election, so early voting begins on May 16th for that and election day is May 24th. But just a little bit about who I am. So after our country was attacked on 9-11, I signed up to join the Marines on an ROTC scholarship. And in the process, I became the first in my family to graduate from college. I spent 13 years total in the Marines in a career that took me to Iraq, throughout Asia, and then back home here in Texas, I activated from the reserves for Hurricane Harvey relief when that hit Houston. But I got out of the Marines when I got into Northwestern University. I went to both law and business school there. And after uh, three cold winters in Chicago, my wife informed me that we were moving south back to Dallas and I wisely listened to her on that. Um, so we moved back down here. I was originally working in operations. I was at a warehouse in South Dallas and just saw so many uh, you know, people uh, on the night shift that I was working, you know, just struggling to make ends meet and just trying to put food on the table. And that, that was why they had the night shift job, because they also had a daytime job. And just when you saw such incredible and you see such incredible growth in North Texas, you know, it shouldn't be this hard for people to succeed in this economy. Um, but I left that job uh, where they wanted to promote me and uh, move me to another state. And, you know, I'd gotten out of the Marines largely to lay roots in North Texas and raise my family here. So that's when I transitioned into law and have uh, been doing that uh, for a few years now. Um, but for me, everything fundamentally changed on January 6th. Um, when the Capitol was attacked, I was appalled to see representatives from within our own government. I never imagined I would see that, you know, vote to overturn a free and fair election and, and really uh, dishonor their oath that they took to the Constitution. And that includes the, the incumbent that I'm running against, Beth Van Dyne, if I get out of the uh, primary. 
So after that, uh, you know, just seeing that and seeing how really, you know, unfit, uh, you know, she was to lead, if you can't put country over party at that critical moment, you know, she really had an opportunity to unite the country and bring us together, but instead really divided us, um, you know, and from my time in the military and in the civilian sector, the best leaders that I worked with and the leader I aspire to be is someone that relied on hope and optimism and tried to bring us together to accomplish uh, great things and, and solve our complex problems that we face as a country. But sadly, that's not what we're seeing in Washington, D.C. We're seeing a lot of fear mongering. We're seeing a lot of partisan politics that seek to divide us and bring out the worst in us. And that's just not leadership. Um, so I got into this race and have been building a lot of great momentum and uh, you know thrilled to have the endorsement of a lot of great organizations, including the Dallas Morning News. Um, and really, you know, if we have the, the, the team in place to flip this district in November, and we're going to work tirelessly to do that. So thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks for coming on. You know, we appreciate when people want to reach out to our community, our South Asian community. I know you mentioned you were, uh, you came back to plant roots here in North Texas. Um, can you describe for our listeners where this congressional district is? I think for a lot of people, you know, it's hard to remember, do I live in that district or where is that? Right. So if you don't mind explaining where in North Texas, the district falls. Absolutely. So I'll make a plug for the Texas Tribune with their redistricting uh, app, because that's been phenomenal, where you can plug in your address and and see exactly your new districts, because it's really uh tough to know exactly where you are in the district because the way they that the partisan gerrymandering went it just really zigs and zags throughout Dallas Fort Worth but it really starts in the the park cities is sort of the southern end of Dallas goes up uh, the Dallas North Tollway has Lake Highlands included um, you know goes into Richardson and then goes all the way west out to Watauga so it's a it's a really large district that really stretches out through much of Dallas Fort Worth. Thank you. I think that's really helpful for our listeners. And I agree that tool the Texas Tribune made is really helpful for people to study and remember um, what district they're in. They may be in the same district that they were in in the last election, but they may not be. So they do need to go check that out. Um, you know, I know this this district has been uh, competitive in the past. Um, with partisan gerrymandering, it, it looks like it still should be pretty competitive, but it's hard to say. Um, what are the issues that you think are going to bring voters out in a midterm year like this, where where we, have, we everybody has to do their part, right, to generate the turnout, unlike a presidential? Yeah, you know, I think first, in, in, you know, part of my messaging is really around defending democracy. January 6th is why I got into this race. And um, you know, I think voting rights and everything that's been going on in the battle and the lack of progress there um, is something that, uh, you know, voters should take interest in. And when you talk about communities of color with gerrymandering in the state of Texas specifically had a, a pretty profound impact on really dividing up those communities. Um, so there's a lot really at stake, in, you know, on, on the ballot. And I think defending democracy will be the, the top of that, the slip to autocracy that uh, I never imagined I would see in this country. It, uh, you know, after four years of you know, President Trump in there just to see how we could slide away from our democratic ideals. And it, it just showed how much of our democracy really depends on, uh, you know, custom and, uh, and people following the past and tradition. So I'm really codifying, I think, a lot of more safeguards for democracy, I think, are needed. And the Voting Rights Act, so the partisan gerrymandering, to me, when you talk about, you know, redistricting and everything going on, with this, the advanced mapping technology that's out there now, they could get so precise. And that's why this district looks, you know, as strangely as it does when you, when you see it on a map. Because uh, it can be so precise by, you know, 
where people typically vote from party affiliation, that it's led to the near elimination of swing districts. So when you think about all the partisan rhetoric that we see, all the, the uh, discord in Washington, D.C., and the lack of progress we see on a lot of issues, you know, to me, it's not, uh, you know, it is related to partisan gerrymandering as well, because when you don't have to worry about, you know, reaching across the aisle, compromise and building a, building a coalition, you only have to worry about appeasing, you know, the elements of your base that are going to show up. You know, you talked about the turnout and, and everything and, and primaries, uh, you know, being pretty low. When you only have to worry about uh, that part of your base, you leave a lot of the country behind. And I think that's why we've had just a, a lack of progress and a lot of issues that are uh, important to me. So the other piece, uh, you know, beyond, uh, you know, wanting to defend democracy as a Marine who took an oath to defend the constitution, I never forgot that, but I'm also critically focused on the economy. You know, I mentioned the, the warehouse example and just seeing so many working families struggling and you look at the inflation that's happening now, you know, it's a complex issue and it's a global issue. Um, the supply chain issues from the pandemic um, and the, you know, gas prices and everything associated there, you know, working families are struggling. They're seeing the cost of living rise, um, but we also see income inequality. That's been a decades long problem and something that, uh, you know, has been exasperated by the pandemic. You know, frontline workers were the first to be laid off. You see a concentration of wealth more and more just to the top there. And, you know, in a well-functioning democracy, you know, first we need people to get out and vote. Um, we should be encouraging that and making it easier. But then we also need a robust middle class. I think that's critical to our democracy. And the middle class has really been under attack. So I think we can have it uh, you know, both ways in Texas. We can continue to welcome businesses here. We can continue the great growth that we have in North Texas. But we also need to invest in building the economy of the future and bring more people along in that growth. That's what I'm uh, you know, really focused on. I know we can do that. And uh, we will build the economy of the future. Yeah, I think you brought up a number of really interesting points. I know for us access to voting and you know, getting people informed is part of our goals, right? Whether that's providing language specific information, really bombarding people quite frankly with reminders on how to get out there and vote and how to do it. I think part of the struggle is that the rules change, right? So it mm. used to be, um, oh, you, you know, mail-in mail -in ballots, uh, the application gets sent to you if you're a senior citizen and you fill that out and you kind of count on that working. Um, what we saw recently was that mail-in ballots may not be the best way to vote in Texas anymore. You know, if you can get in person, then that's going to be the best way to do it. Um, in light of in light of new rules around mail-in balloting, more scrutiny there. Um, so I think you're right that there's a lot of work to be done just in getting the vote out, not just in terms of enthusiasm and encouragement, but making it easy. Um, and I just want to echo your sentiments that it gets really hard for families when they're working multiple jobs and struggling with childcare and all of those pieces to also remember to come out and vote in multiple elections in May, for example. Um, so, you know, I, I think all the issues you're talking about are the dining table topics that people really deal with every day. Um, I do want to give you a chance to really speak specifically to our South Asian listeners and followers. Um, people are either tuning in on a podcast platform, on our website, or on the radio, um, on Radio Azad. And what would be your message for our South Asian listeners? Yeah, well, you know, I just really would 
would love to have you grow, you know, join the like, growing coalition that I have. You know, it's it's going to take a broad coalition to flip this district, and it's going to take all of us together. And what I'm committed to doing is representing all the people of this district and making sure that all voices are being heard. So, you know, would love to meet with as many of you as possible, hear what concerns you're facing, and how I can serve you best. Because you know, that's why I'm running. I'm running to to serve this district and serve my country. So I want to serve your community as well. And I want to hear everything that, uh, you know, is important to you and encourage you to vote and, and everything there. We talked about gerrymandering, how it's really divided, uh, you know, communities of color in particular in Texas. And, uh, you know, they're making it tougher. You talked about mail-in ballots and everything there. They're making it harder to vote. Um, but, uh, you know, your, your vote is valuable. Your voice needs to be heard. And I want to hear it. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I do think, um, you know, just for a reminder for our listeners that that aren't as uh, following up on the redistricting issues, um, racial racial gerrymandering is illegal, and um, there are lawsuits pending right now on Texas's new maps, and Texas has gone through that type of litigation before, as have many other states. Um, partisan gerrymandering is a little more tricky, as it's you know uh, pretty common on both both sides of the aisle, depending on what state you're in. Um, but racial gerrymandering is illegal. And in this last census, the Asian American population in Texas was the fastest growing population in Texas. And so uh, maybe for the first time, because this data is really only relevant every decade, Asian Americans are, are part of that conversation. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we do the work we do for Wise of Texas is to really look at a community that's still growing, still finding its footing in Texas um, and to be able to give that community the voice that it needs uh, to be engaged citizens. So um, Derek, I'd love for people to get involved if they want to, where can they find more information about you? Yes, well, thank you. Um, so yes, my website is uh, derrickgay.com and that's D-E-R-R-I-K-G-A-Y.com. Email is info at derrickgay.com. The Twitter handles Derek Gay, um, but yeah, please reach out. I'd love to have uh, opportunities, meet and greets, hosting like that, canvassing. We're we're going where the voters are. We're going to have as many conversations as we can, try to get out the vote, and make sure that uh, you know everyone's represented, and that we uh, are able to to get to get people to the polls. In a primary, it's tough, and in a primary runoff, it's even tougher. So we we need you out there. We need your your voice, and we want to hear it. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for joining us and thank you for your service. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. That concludes our interview for today. Wise of Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit. We welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise of Texas does not endorse any candidate or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes air on Radio Azad in ZFW. Please subscribe and share. Thanks for listening, get educated, and get wiser. Start giving a hoot with Wise Up Texas.